Time Bandits is the podcast where every two weeks we go back in time 25 years to the year 1989 <laughs> and celebrate a movie and an album from that year. It's the silver anniversary. My name is Greg Legro. I'm looking at Dan Gorman. Hello. You have nicely combed hair. Yeah. Thanks. It's been the talk <laughs> yes, of the town. It's yes, all do. anyone it's can all talk all about. I've been told today. You look very nice. Sharp part. Nice quaff. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I'm looking at Casey Lyons now. How are you today, sir? Don't anyone say anything about my hair. Oh, can I think things about your hair? No. Oh, too late. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Was it good? It was mostly. Uh, started enjoy good, got the weird. silence, Casey. Yeah, <laughs> silence. My hair has been a very divisive yeah. uh, subject <laughs> yeah. for a Much long like time. the Stone Roses. Now, exactly. this is a very special episode. I'm going to look at our <laughs> two Minus guests. the Stone Roses of haircuts. <laughs> 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 we have two guests today. Uh, the Masuda brothers joining us, Bill and Ted. Woo! Bill yeah. S. Masuda, Esquire, and Ted <laughs> Theodore Masuda. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> That's right. It begins now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys oh, have man. to understand that this like fucking sucks. That's, yeah. that's why we that's have why you here. This so is, this, this can is suck therapeutic for you. For is you. The only reason, like. We're gonna help you with the demons, yeah. buddy. That's what we're here for. <laughs> or to so laugh at your pain. Told me about this. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awful, but yes. <laughs> it's like, no, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's see how awful it is. Let's hop into the time cop time sled. Oh, oh. sweet! And fly back to 1989. Let's do All it. Right. Yay! <laughs> All right, it is uh, 1989. It is, in fact, February 17th, 1989. That's fairly close to the oh, date we left. It was a good year. Mm-hmm. A very good year. <laughs> very good year. <laughs> we could have seen any movie we wanted. We could have seen Gleaming the Cube. Oh, uh, a little We could have gotten our cubes cube. cleaned. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I haven't cleaned no, my cube no, in ages. Tony Hawk's no, in that no, one. How about no. Three Fugitives? We could have seen that. We, oh, I used to like that movie really? when I was a kid. No, no. How that's about, two more than the regular yeah. Fugitive. <laughs> or, or we could have seen uh, Deep Star Six. Ooh, Sean yeah. S. Cunningham. Yeah, that's uh, a, I think that's the lowest rung. There was like Abyss, Leviathan, Leviathan yeah. Deep, Deep Star, Star Six. Six. <laughs> well, we didn't see any of those. Obviously, we saw Bill and Ted's Excellent yeah! Adventure. Yeah! Woo! Yes. Also listen to the Stone Roses, but we will get to that later because there's more pressing yeah. work at hand here. Yeah. Bill Ted. and Ted. The sleeper hit. Oops, I Oops. clicked a button. The sleeper yeah. hit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. The sleeper hit of 1989. Right. I failed to see how this was the sleeper hit. Well, it wasn't supposed to be as big or culturally significant as it was. It was a big year. There's all kinds of tentpole films happening, and then there's this weird little what movie else? with these okay. unknown actors and Lay George Carlin. What else happened that year? In Lethal Weapon 2. Batman. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. 
what else? Tango Ro- and Cash. Robo War. Okay, so there were a couple <laughs> other films. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Yeah. Tango and Cash. Oh yeah, that's a that's a fine picture. Yeah. Kurt Russell in that. But this is yeah. like t- like B- Bill Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Like from the director of Critters comes right. this like weird movie yeah. with like kind of unknown actors and like nobody would have predicted that like this is gonna be yeah. a fucking every kid in the schoolyard is gonna be fucking talking about this movie. Yeah. Speaking of which, now let's go back. It's 1989. Your names are Bill and Ted. There's a movie coming out with your names in it. Yeah. Do you want to do it? When did you guys? What's that like? Like before it happened. Do you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? I'll do it. When did it first come on like your radar? Like. All right. So my mom always used to get like the the Saturday Toronto Star, Uh and you know we would sit there and fight over like Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. I don't know. Was Calvin and Hobbes? Good choice. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. And so we would fight over like the comics while my wife, oh, my wife, my mom. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's a whole other podcast. So when you say one thing and mean your mother. <laughs> yeah. So weird. So, um, so, and my mom would read like, you know, the, the, the adult parts of the newspaper, right? Um, and so she Sexy. Reading, like, uh, yeah. I want everybody to recognize that I'm making a face right now. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's kind of like an erotic face. <laughs> uh, all right, let me do it. Are you reading the adult pages? So we would... Basically, the idea was that the, the comics were split into two parts. One had way more comics than the other. Uh-huh. And that, like, you would switch. But the realization was that you would you had no idea that at the end of it, you would be still reading the same amount of comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So one day, we're sitting there, and my mother's like, well, that's unusual. (laughs) And we're like, what? What's unusual in the dirty newspaper? And she turns it around, and these two fucking assholes sat on top of, like, it's a full-page spread of these two assholes sat on top of a phone booth. (laughs) And we're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, really and like you know, like, I think really, we, we kind of sat there in silence for a second, like while we like read, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and both of us like just knew in our heads we were like, we're fucked, yeah, <laughs> we're like, fucked, the, the, like the worst. All we can like, and you know, looking back on it now, like all we could do was hope that it wasn't actually going to be any like good a, or be popular. any good or big or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? But like, clearly, that that wasn't going to be the suck. case. And were you guys referred to like as a duo as Bill and Ted, or were you oh yeah, Ted always, and Bill? totally. Yeah, it was okay. always Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, always Bill and Ted. It was just. And you guys were always having excellent adventures. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> even always. before that movie. Here too, and henceforth, we <laughs> yeah. were always. Um, and like. Uh, but obviously, like, you know, clearly somebody with a lot of money wanted this movie to be a hit. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't take out, like, two-page Yeah, yeah. Right. Shitty movie, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> you were there. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to We'll get we'll to that. Get, but right. We'll get to that. Yeah. But it was, like, it's it's hard to explain to, to nobody that's had a movie named after them. Yeah. If you haven't if had they, a movie named after if you, If your names kind of were Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. only other people. You know, like, yeah. Actually, like you were born Beavis and Butthead, yeah. and then this show comes and on like, MTV. You're like, you were oh fuck! Thirteen years old, and all of a sudden, MTV was like, "Hey, fuck it, Beavis and fucking Butthead." You're like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, those, so those now my life guys, sucks forever. Yeah, we, can, we can understand those people can we can relate to those guys, but uh, yeah. So that moment when you realize that, like, you know, because I think we were in, we were in junior high, yeah, and uh, so it's one of those things where you know, junior high is already like. 
that moment in your life where all of a sudden you start oh, to no. realize that the game is changing so optimum. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So right? optimum. Like, you're so smooth. <laughs> and women like love you. when you're 13. They love you. And I mean, the, you know, junior high too so is like, sexy. you know, you just, you were just in grade six. So if you went to a school that just went like kindergarten to six, yeah. you yeah. were at the top of your game. Yeah. yeah. Now you're like, getting oh, knocked back down. Social ladder, right? right. Like yeah. You, even if you weren't popular, it didn't matter because if you felt bad, you, had, you could just beat up like a grade three and you would just <laughs> I, still, matter, I, I still do that when I feel bad <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you go <laughs> into you junior high and all of a sudden it, the, the, everything shifts again because you're you're all of a sudden you're low man on the totem pole which yeah. was fine when you were in grade one because you didn't know any better yeah. and, and you're you trying to had, establish like you're trying to establish some sort of credibility about this? yeah I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've never talked about this I guess at this grade of depth but uh, <laughs> but yeah so like all of a sudden, we now have this extra thing on our plate. Yeah, yeah. Like, on top of having to start over. Yeah, we no, were like, no, what, whoa, 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 what do we do? It's not like, like an extra thing on your plate. It's not like somebody goes, oh, yeah, and here's an extra muscle. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah, there was this like big it's... game-changing event where we were like, we didn't <laughs> that, really what know. What was his name? That dude, Jesse, was like, Bill, Ted, Boogers. Like, it, like, oh, it, like Jesse... blew it out. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. We went to school with this one guy. No, honestly, dude, like this he was is one the of the weird. funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was like, he was kind of like fat and awkward and shit, and like he had a lazy eye. <laughs> lazy eye. He's like, this was like when the second movie came out. He's like, Bill, Ted, and like fucking full on did like a farmer's blow, and he's like. Bogers, and we were like, like I like inside. I was like dying on the outside. I was like, you're an asshole. Yeah. But that was your redemption. Yeah, yeah. When that movie yeah. came so, out, dude, like finally this is paying so off. So we go to school Monday morning, and we're kind of like, hopefully maybe, no one saw it. What, maybe what is, it won't what's be gonna so happen here? Yeah. Like I remember thinking, eh, maybe it won't no. be so bad. No, and like you know, walking in through the schoolyard and like, um. <laughs> I don't think we took the bus with anybody at that point. No. Like, so, like, didn't run into any of our friends. So we're coming through the schoolyard, and they start, like, milling about, and, you know, hey, how's your weekend? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, let's play handball. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, people are like, Bill, Ted, excellent. Like, and just like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, what the fuck? You can just hear it, like, at random points throughout the schoolyard. Like, yeah. Just constantly going off as people are seeing us, and we're just like, Oh, this yeah, is this, it. This it is begins. not going to get any better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name isn't Bill or Ted. Yeah, and that got irritating when I was a kid, hearing everyone go, <laughs> "Excellent!" and "Party on!" <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, so I can't even imagine having it directed at you. All yeah, the time. it was. Uh, it was uh, not. It uh, sucked did, with the quickness. Did man, you like. guys like? <laughs> did you like avoid the movie at all costs? Like, were you just no. like, "We're not watching it"? Yeah. No. Did you or see? What? It? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. We totally saw it. Yeah. Totally saw yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, what was that like? Like the first, let's go through the movie, I guess. Yeah. Was there a point where you were you realized the kind of trouble you were going to be in? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, like even as like a youngster, you like you have some sort of like self actualization where you're like, "Ah, I'm fucked, and like, (laughs) like you get it. You're like, for me, I think it was like, I think it wasn't so much the realization that like. This was going to be a cultural phenomenon because uh-huh. um, I don't think I had thought about things like on that level. No, sure, cultural sure. phenomenon. It was just like we're fucked. And it, for <laughs> me, it was more like I was like, these fucking guys are idiots in this movie. Like that—that that was, my, I think, my bigger concern was that people were gonna just naturally equate us 
with the characters on screen. For sure. Oh, so that's another question I have. Because then, Bill, you got Alex Winter, and Ted, you got Keanu Reeves. Was there, at any point, did you think to yourself, well, thank God I got that one in Lita? Did you, <laughs> either of you feel like, or fuck, why didn't I get... Oh, wait, or, you did mean, you, like... Did, yeah, because Grammy Oscar nominated Alex Winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you at least got the, the legitimate one. Nobody's ever fucking heard from ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's the that one. That guy? Yeah, no, I'm so glad. <laughs> he made you, a movie are you called, fucking kidding me? He made man? a movie like, called Freak that was very good. That's an awesome yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is actually probably one of the most important points of that fucking movie is that, like, one of those guys went on to be fucking. I know Kung Fu. Yeah. And the other guy was like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> like, I was in a Chili Peppers That's video. incredible. He was going to make the remake of The Gate. Right. No, no, really? The Gate? Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Alex Winter. Alex yeah. Winter. Sorry. Esquire. Alex Winter. Esquire. <laughs> nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. Today, you could literally hold up a picture of that guy Next to every fucking person you know, and be like, and who's that guy? And they'd be like, I have no fucking idea who you're talking about. Well, if you see photos of him now, he looks the same, only much, much fatter and worse. <laughs> so you got that looking forward That's to That's the so. working title of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> much, much fatter and worse. Uh, Sorry, it's uh, that's in competition with, I thought I would be much farther along by now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will cop to this i did have uh, like and i never it was never intentional and uh, people need to believe when i say this that uh -huh. it was not intentional but somehow in grade eight i ended up with the keanu reeves haircut oh i shouldn't say ended up it's not like somebody like held me down and yeah right. hair like <laughs> you woke so up one I day put a gun in his went, mouth and like cut your fucking hair i went to first choice and i was like yeah i kind of want it long and floppy on one side and really short give me the, the reeves other. and like walked out of there and then like you know, looking at my yearbook picture that summer was like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> like, like, it's not that it looked bad, but it's just one of those things where I was like, you realize when you have like a stigma attached playing to you, into why their do hand? you go yeah. and then intentionally make yourself look more like the person that people already associate And with. yet that haircut lasted through university. <laughs> Wham! Wham! No, 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 no. Well, he kept did. going to first choice haircutters. Yeah, and I know, I did actually. They're limited in what they can do. Give me the usual. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have the Bill and Ted, please? Ah, fuck! <laughs> Damn it, not again! Why do I always? Ask Why that? do I keep saying I'm like, that? I'd be really high up top <laughs> and like really losery down in the middle. Yeah, yeah. losery. Just kick Can we losery. do that? Yeah. Losery cool. in the midsection yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys see this in theaters, or did you end up seeing it like later? No, we saw it in theater. We saw it. Yeah, okay. we saw it in the theater. So <laughs> did you guys like like go and try and be all like secrecy about it? Like, we got to see what this is about, but we can't no, let anyone know. We get free tickets. No, like, no, um, it was we're like, villains. It, yeah. no, it, was just, it was full on like we just got to see what the see fuck it. Yeah. I do that with every Casey Affleck movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> here's the other thing, too, like to think about is that like, again, like grade, grade seven, grade eight, grade seven. Around there. Yeah. Um, like and in those and in the pre-internet era, too, like social peer pressure like you didn't really question stuff like that you mm. just went with it it didn't yeah. matter yeah. whether or not you were going to be the butt of a joke for the rest yeah. of the day or right. not you still went and saw the movie because everybody was like oh you're gonna see it yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah cool i'm gonna go see it yeah not and then in the back of your head you're kind of like wait why am i seeing this yeah. you're like, <laughs> but you never really have enough 
critical thought about yeah. it at that age in your life? Oh, I didn't anyway. I want the record to show that I made a massive jerking off motion through like his entire <laughs> fucking diatribe. About we'll Instagram that. it. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I was just saying, I didn't, I didn't think twice about seeing it in the theater. Yeah. I wasn't like, yeah. I'm not Nobody thought it. twice yeah. about seeing... Okay, and that was the thing that bothered me most about when we went to saw it like a couple weeks back. Yeah, because it was fucking... in theaters again here in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I like fucking like made this event and this guy fucking dragged his goddamn heels on getting on board with this <laughs> yeah. i'm calling him out on this one right here i did I, well not, not for any like not because i didn't want to see that i just was kind of like oh, i guess i do i guess i'll go <laughs> good reason <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't have a good reason not to see it i was just yeah, as I was long just, as i have time to go to first choice before yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, like, uh, I'm if i'm gonna choice. go i'm they getting the cut eight. I don't know, it's kinda, kinda hair cool. was not done <laughs> i get it i get it yeah, it happens so, a lot yeah so you know i didn't have a good reason for it i just kind of dragged my ass on sure. it sure yeah <laughs> so in retrospect like he showed up awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> Did did you go like specifically because you're Bill and Ted? Like, was yes, it, yeah, it was yeah, all yes. built around that. Yeah. Because I remember yes. you guys came like, to the bar afterwards, and yeah. you had like this whole massive group of people yes. with you. Yeah. Like that was the whole thing. Like I'd specifically thrown this event. I was like, listen, I don't. I feel do like if we were like on an Aaron Sorkin show, one of us would have said, listen, we need to get out ahead of this thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, right. Like, like this is going to be a PR it. nightmare. We were like, okay, we could get bullied into going to this or we could create the event. Well, this is, yeah. I'm speaking for him. He was like, we could, I could create the event. Thank and you. That's invite exactly people along, right? And then I kind of own it. It shows that I made yeah. a joke and I don't take myself too seriously. That's exactly where I was at. I was like, listen, we can all get drunk like, <laughs> in the theater. Kickoff yeah. is at 7.15. We're going to meet at the bar at the fucking Scotiabank Theater at 6. Yeah, because those like $8 yeah. of Budweiser oh, are nice. Tickets for six fucking yeah. dollars. Tickets for six bucks. Six bucks. Yeah. yeah. The like, beer cost gonna... more than the movie. Yeah. The beer cost more than the movie. The, the best part about this whole scenario was that like we, we were all like... Not that I'm condoning this, but we're all super loaded. <laughs> I drank. Not like you're condoning it. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm totally condoning it. <laughs> I drank. Like we had, I, I had like a couple beers at my place before I left. <laughs> Got to the theater, had a couple beers. I had like a. This guy gave me like a tall Stanley flask a couple of Christmases back. It was like this much. It holds, I don't know, like 16 ounces of something. (laughs) I was done that an hour into the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like to the part where like, this was the, this was literally like the best part. When Bill and Ted have that moment where they're like, oh dude. So like totally get in the time machine. And go back and put the keys behind the sign. Yeah. yeah. And I'll like, we'll totally get them. And then After like Bill the goes essay, and grabs we'll the sign. In, in the time machine. And we'll come back to today and put yeah. the keys behind the sign. Right. And they're like, okay, cool. And he's like, and we'll leave them right over here. And then he walks over and he takes the keys out from behind like, the sign. Science! We're like, no, you fuckers. You still have to get in the fucking time machine. You assholes. God damn it. I'm like, I have not drank enough fucking Jameson to make this actually true but, <laughs> but I, I, think, I, I just would like to sidebar for a second sidebar. and it doesn't help either of you that you both do a pretty convincing uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. imitation uh, of dude. the bill and ted thing <laughs> but 
I don't know. See, cause that is actually that's very. You're right. True. But that's when you like, started to question the logic of the movie. Are we, are yeah. we gonna go through? No, the plot? but like literally, like we yeah. stood up and yeah. fucking clapped because we were like, really, guys. <laughs> Fucking killing me, man! Like you still have to fucking get in the thing with the thing, man! Like shit! Like you See, just say, I, "Oh, I'm gonna go here, and that's gonna happen." Like, <laughs> fuck off! I I bought it when I was 13. I'm like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought it when I watched it earlier all today. Everyone wants to see his titties. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. Like, yeah. oh, it's great. When I <laughs> fucking keys, show me the titties. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I don't fucking care. Like, that's that's actually. Where I feel like that movie breaks down initially is I'm like, the so <laughs> really these guys are giving a shit about all these other dudes? <laughs> yeah. When realistically, most savory babes? I'm like, <laughs> I think, well, I think that like, are you fucking you, kidding me? The, 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 I would be using that time machine to get fucking laid. Are you killing me? <laughs> I think the director is like, the, the point they is they gave to- up. I don't think they gave up. I think they're like they're like yeah. It's totally believable that these guys are really trying their best on this like this final report that they have to do. Yeah. Um, but I I guess we can talk about that more. Like, yeah, yeah. We go through the plot of it. But I was like, I remember having this moment like when we were rewatching it this time around because you know now I'm older and I can think about things. So good, <laughs> but so good by the way. I just um, want to say that was one of the best like movie going experiences yeah. I've ever had <laughs> if you have to live with a stigma about being having a movie named after you a terrible movie named after you for 25 years yeah. um, the best thing you can hope to do on your tw- on the 25th anniversary of the film get blind drunk is, and yeah. Yeah. ruin it get for everybody else with a bunch of your buddies <laughs> ruin it for sorry. everybody else I'm sorry okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that one dude was like one dude walked so out, angry I'm like you so paid $6 to see Bill and Ted's on a Friday night are you fucking kidding me it's not like I said oh by the way Rose Rosebud is the fucking sled. Fuck your couch. Are you kidding me? But so You're this fucking was the, kidding me. The, I think what was uh, hilarious about that, guy. about that was and that he sat and so next to it. We had to tr- <laughs> like we went to this movie knowing that anybody who was in that theater like is there because it's a ridiculous movie on its 25th anniversary and it's mm-hmm. six bucks. And hopefully had a sense of humor. Yeah, about and hopefully it. had a real mm-hmm. sense of humor about it. But the guy who walked out like he was genuinely like mad, like we had ruined his movie-going experience. That was his whole month. His yeah. whole month was leading up to that. And he was there by himself. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally there by himself. Too. Yeah, like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so yeah, so we couldn't like. That was the other thing is that like on the one hand we didn't really put too much time. We were like, ah, this guy. But on the other hand, I was kind of, like, once you thought about it afterwards, you were like, you know, seriously, fuck him. But honestly, <laughs> like, like you went, you fuck went to so, you went to this terrible movie cultural phenomenon or not. And you paid nothing. You paid yeah. six fucking dollars. You paid six dollars. Your popcorn cost more than the movie uh-huh. ticket. You you had to have known that the theater, even if every single person in that theater was sober, was still going to be full of yahoos. For sure. Like, <laughs> anybody that's like willing to pay six dollars to see Bill and Ted in a theater is on not a there Friday night. on a Friday night. Is yeah. not there because it's like a piece of cinematic brilliance. Oh, right. Like we're there for a laugh. Like every, anybody there was there for a laugh. So it was, yeah. uh, so if that guy's out there and listening, just know that you are <laughs> some kind of damn idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it was me. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't notice it was me because I didn't part my hair. <laughs> His hair was parted on the other my side. My hair was yeah. not quaffed. I hate it. When I'm he does sorry. That. 
Well, you're fucked. <laughs> that's that's just the God's honest truth. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, right. was, uh... did you see how hilarious that shit was? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're basically a serial killer. Like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I think that checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see the A to B on that one. Yeah, yeah. All right. true so, detective. All right. <laughs> so Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is the story of two lovable losers who are terrible students who are failing out of school and the threat of being sent away to one to military school and the other to I don't know, life of squalor. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Not really said. Uh, can I just? I know we're gonna get into it more. I just yeah. wanted to bring something up that I noticed again, like on the rewatch. Now, sure. It's is a terrible that movie. They were. <laughs> They were actually passing all their classes, except for history. Yeah. But apparently they were doing so poorly in history that it was going to cause them to flunk their entire year. Huh. Yes. Which leads me to believe, like, one of two things was the director wanted us to believe. It was either that they had, like, they had single-digit grades in history at that point. Yeah. Like, like, like one of them or, had, like, nine. Or that history is so, so important, important to Americans yeah. that it doesn't really matter if you're passing everything oh, else. Beautiful. And also, <laughs> you pass history, you fail. Also, at that school, you can fail with another person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two people can fail yeah. at once. Like, I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah except my, my... My boy... Sucks my grades are all right, so I'm <laughs> super good friends with that guy. So, <laughs> all right, by well, fuck it. I guess yeah. I'm so, fucked. Was, <laughs> oh, good God. So, anyway, sorry. I just, I was it, like, their school made no sense. No, <laughs> no. For a lot of reasons. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. San Dimas High made no sense. <laughs> yeah, and where did they get those keys? Thank you. I hear their football rules. Yeah. That was just the one that stuck out the most. Apparently, they're football rules, though, so. Fuck it, we're good. Yeah, pretty good football, San Dimas. Uh, was there? Now I sense some hostility about this movie from you two. <laughs> was there? Was there any point where you're watching it where you're like, "Damn, this is pretty good." <laughs> did is there any enjoyment in this, or was, is it? Did anybody ever say, "Damn, this is pretty good" about? I Bill love and Ted's? this movie. I've seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I don't. I have no idea okay. how many times. It's, Particularly when I was young, I watched it over and over, quoted it like crazy, thought it was fantastic, and I'm a big George Carlin nut, so I was always into that. So I, I appreciate this uh, movie's generally enjoyed. I mean, it's <laughs> shitty. Like we can all <laughs> agree, that it's, <laughs> agree that, it's a sh- that it's not a quality movie. Well, yeah. it, it, the difference between a movie being enjoyable and a movie being good, yeah, okay, is like. Okay. Pretty Did, were you gold. able to enjoy it at any point? Or no, was oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I, in total fairness to the movie, I enjoyed it when I saw it when I was like twelve. Right. Like yeah. I actually okay. did That's what I was yeah. really curious. I, I found myself on this review, like rewatch, because I haven't actually seen it since I was like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. So I was more just like. I, I didn't find myself enjoying watching it again as much as I found myself finally remembering having enjoyed it when I was younger. Right. Like I okay. wasn't. I didn't that find myself the correct response. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I didn't find myself laughing at the jokes or anything. I kind of found myself going like, Yeah, I remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah, like yeah. I, well, I remember loving that That's or whatever. Because you had sixteen drunk guys behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Mister the Kid. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I, I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's bad or a piece of shit. But yeah, I'm all. I'm also kind of like there's a weird disconnect there for me. I'm like, it's sorry. Fun. Did you just say you don't think it's bad? I, I don't think it. Like I, I don't think overall it's like a piece of shit. All right. 
Hold on, I have to it's like totally a piece. Of shit. It, it is totally like, a piece I think, of shit. Well, I think it's a piece of shit. I think it's fairly well constructed for like a like a like a goofy comedy from yeah. the eighties. Parents, 80s. brother, and sister. No, man, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding Here's me? The thing that I, th- I think about it is that I think that it's the idea actually. You know, could have worked. Sure. From like a logical standpoint, could have. Right. right. Most if they got time like travel a good movies, director you can't, and you can't play the logic and a great yeah. scriptwriter and but fucking good lighting crew but and totally, gaffer and everybody else involved all together, that'd be great. But yes. but we so you if had, we exchanged you had a everybody with that the was gaffer? involved. <laughs> if we the gaffer, everybody that was involved, including the gaffer, every single person that was involved in that production. And put them with like their counterparts that were way better at their jobs. That movie would have been marginally better. I marginally. Think, no, no. What I'm saying is that I'm like I <laughs> that think has that, been my critique with it. I was like, it's pretty good, but that gaff. Yeah, oh, the gaffing <laughs> in this that movie. Pedestrian gaffer ruined it. <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But my my point about it is that I'm like I feel like somebody somewhere had an actually like a reasonably <clears throat> decent idea for this movie. Right. And then totally, completely fucked it up by making the movie. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> like, they were like, hey, this would be, a, you know when you say to your friend, hey, this would be a really great idea for a movie. And the only thing between it being a great idea for a movie and a great movie is the making <laughs> of it. It's like that, where it's like, I think if they it's had more just of a great discussion conversation <laughs> two friends about what would be a great idea right, for dude, a movie. I'm sorry, and I don't mean to digress, but I fucking saw Robocop last week. Wait, the original or the remake? The remake. Hey, these guys just saw the remake too. Yeah. <laughs> we were very divided on it. Oh, yeah. I fucking hated it. <laughs> like, I I really wanted to go with them on that fucking journey, but god damn it. Like, it was ridiculous. I was like, what the fuck? Who's the gapper on this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like, that was I, the only thing I liked about it. I don't know the guy's name. It was name. expertly gaffed. I don't know the guy's <laughs> name. It was expertly gaffed. Yeah, yeah. the gaffing was great. I don't know the guy's name. He plays Holder on The Killing on AMC. Yeah, yeah. I sincerely hope that like the day they rapped, he grabbed his fucking phone and called his agent and went like, if you ever do that to me again, <laughs> I will fucking slit your throat and drink your blood. Like, what the fuck, man? Say like, hi to your wife. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was unbelievably bad. And I feel like same fucking thing about Bill and Ted's. Like, everybody, like, how much did they have to pay George Collin? Probably not a lot. He didn't have a No, that was, yeah. that was no, sort of like I his... disagree. I disagree. At that point in his career, like, I mean. We're He's about... one of the biggest comics in the world at that point. But his film career, quite poor. Yeah, yeah. I, they 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 had actually got they were they were car wash. They were approaching like <laughs> serious actors for that role for a really long time. Like oh, they're really? approaching like Sean Connery types. Oh, no, like they actually did. I think approach Sean Connery and some other people. And then which and is then, understandable oh, because it's not an inherently do a funny. Next week of what it would have been like <laughs> yeah. if Sean Connery had done the role. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then somebody was just like, oh, why not Carlin? And then they just ended up. It was like a happy accident kind mm. of thing. I yeah. can't. If you're a judge, stand right. <laughs> I can't tell if Carlin was like mailing in that performance because he was like, oh my God, I can't believe what kind of a piece of shit movie I'm in. This is going to go nowhere. Um, or if that was actually what he was going for was the appearance of a mailed in performance where he was like, 
I want to be able to say that I have plausible deniability on the off chance that this movie does well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, no, that's what I was going for the whole time. I would support that. Yes. Like, well done, sir. Like well done. Good. He was a pretty like smart, smart guy. Enough. I'll yeah, give that to him. Yeah, he was a smart guy. So, yeah. but yeah, sorry. Anyway, so we're plot. So, but the cancer got him. Yeah. I think everybody knows the plot pretty good. Yeah, we don't need to do like <laughs> okay. a super. And we don't rundown. need to walk through the whole thing. Uh, yeah, you guys like because no I know Greg and Casey. You guys have been like kind of big fans of this movie, and and, sure. and especially like rewatching it more than I have. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what was like you watched it today? So. I did. I I just watched it today. Yeah. Yes. Where do you sit on it now after twenty five years of it's <laughs> of laughs? And... <laughs> the word you're looking 25 for twenty five years awful. of laughs and memories awful. that I'll cherish for a lifetime. <laughs> it's uh uh it's great. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a really dumb. Yep. Uh, oh. movie for kids. Uh, it's occasionally questionable, but yes. but ultimately it's just a lot of fun. I mean, it it, it yeah, there's a lot of um, plot holes, but I mean, it's a movie about two <laughs> dummies who travel through time and basically and yeah, don't forget now. the gaff errors. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, Garbage gaff. See, now I liked the gaffing in this movie. <laughs> I feel like it was an artistic choice. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm somewhere in between it. Like, because, like, I can see the, like, piece of shit thing, and I can see the, like, just liking it for what it is. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I kind of land somewhere. Uh, well, I think it is a movie that you make a choice to like it for what it is. And, yeah. and when yeah. I was a kid, it was like, I was like, oh, I, for some reason, identified with yeah. two fucking idiots. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm bad at school. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I like phone booths. Like, and and <laughs> I would totally ace a thing if yeah. I could go and fucking kidnap people <laughs> well, and make them do it's, it. It's Sorry. the perfect high school fantasy. It's like, uh, I'm fucking up in all of my bullshit, so why don't I get well, only one of your bullshit. Yeah, only one, <laughs> one of class. You're I'm only fucking up in one of my bullshit. The rest of the shit, I'm good. The rest of the time, I'm going to have to get a time... I, like, I'm so fucked at this, I got to get a time machine. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, that's, that's actually Eddie, like we, a really no, wicked concept. No, bro. man, we're fucked. We need a time machine. Is that... <laughs> No, because time you know, machine. You know, nowadays, yeah, yeah. Because nowadays, like, you know, if you were when you were in university machine and you were writing like a paper and you were like, oh fuck, why did I leave this paper till uh -huh. the night before it was due? Yeah, it's, yeah. So I need every to time get, I like a, a ninety-five <laughs> on this paper to to pass this course to get my degree. Well, then you just call Dan that Harmon moment, and be on Community. Yeah, <laughs> and you have that moment in your head no, where you soon? think to Sorry. yourself like. Fuck! I wish I had a time machine. Yeah. Right. Like I think that maybe was the idea that whoever created this movie came up with. They were right. like, "Did you ever wish you had a time machine right. to solve all the problems that you were having in high school?" Well, that's the thing. Like on its face, it's a very kids movie premise. So, except uh, for the point where the dad bangs the stepmom in, in his eyes. fucking yeah. room. That's that weird. was weird. Uh, so like, <laughs> that's 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 smoke that ass. Yeah. Bill's dad in this movie is a motherfucking pervert. Like yeah. he's creepy as shit. Because okay. he comes in and re he doesn't have a lot of lines other than he just comes in and starts fucking leering at her ass yeah. and going like, yeah. and then going like, and and basically all he says is like the kids are like we're gonna fail and he's like why don't you guys go to the movie I'm gonna fuck your mom <laughs> in your bedroom who, who, who also who also happens to be like your age basically uh, yeah they yeah. went to high school with she her just graduated like. Like the year before. Didn't you ask her out to prom? Shut up, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Stop uh, reminding me at how damaging my life is. Yeah. And, I, and so that I think like to, to the issue of relatability, though, like that actually makes sense, right? Like they're failing the one course that matters. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. The one guy, his dad is a cop. 
mm-hmm. yeah. who wants to send him to military school. The Hold other on. dad is like, uh, did they say if he's divorced or... He's a sexual dynamo. Yeah. yeah. He's, but, he's sorry, it's pronounced too... deviant. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I was confused with this dude. But, you know, and he's like banging this like, you know, like 20-year-old mm-hmm. stepmom in yeah. the guy's bedroom. Right. So, bastard. Like, their lives at the outset, you can see their lives are kind of shitty. Right. In like a Hollywood sort of way. Like right. in, in Hollywood's version of what a shitty life is. But then, like... That'd be a good movie. It's a shitty life. But, <laughs> but the funny thing is, I think I think the point that they're trying to make is that like, hey, you know, these guys like have shitty lives, but they're like trying to make the best of it. And yeah. They, you know, they have dreams of being like Wild Stallions being huge. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, they're not unambitious. They they definitely have their ambition. Like, they go above and beyond when it comes to fucking uh, getting in a time machine and kidnapping people. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but they have zero talent. Well, they have I mean, zero focus. Speaking, if, yeah. if, if like anybody did not hand them a time machine, they would be completely fucked. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I want to make one point though about time travel in general, oh, and to get meta about this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If Wild Stallions had been a real band uh-huh. today, what do you mean? If they would be fucking enormous, like <laughs> totally shitty at guitar. Totally awful spelling on their name. Like, yeah. they would be, oh yeah, you know how many oh, fucking yeah. like hipsters there are out there right now who are kicking themselves that Wild Stallions is yeah. already a thing that they can't call their name yeah. that, ironically or otherwise. That they're like, ah, oh, fucking, we can't dress like we're it's '89 either. Fuck, like, yeah, so bad. But That's really, like, true. but anyways, yeah. If, if Wild Stallions existed today, no, it's gonna be like the Dwayne Gretzky thing. It's gonna be like Mild Stallions at yeah. Palais Royale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great! So we're gonna hear like Springsteen covers. It's cool. <laughs> Speaking of the name of the band, this is something that always bugged me, and I don't know why. But Wild is spelled with a Y. Yeah. Okay, you can do that. Okay, sure. that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But Stallions is also spelled with a Y. Yeah. So it's S T A L L Y N S. So then, but doesn't that make them the Wild Stallions? No, and that's a like, whole different band. The N has like a you know, the emphasis is different, so it's like Stallions, mm-hmm. Stally, like Stallions. S T A L L Y Y N S. Also, and the Stallions. No, they're Stall Y. They're just dumb. No, no, I think it's more like Funyuns. It's like stallions. Oh, okay. You yeah. know what? The, like the Funyuns thing kind of works for me. They're like Ameri- they're Americans, right? So Mer- yeah. I can yeah. finally put that no, to they're bed. Just, they're stallions. just retarded. Oh, and we noticed too, uh, this is like a totally little thing, that there's one scene where I think the stepmom is eating like those kettle kettle brand. Like, yes, kettle and we were, yeah. like, we were like, holy damn. fuck, kettle's been around for that long? Like, damn. They yeah, they pull up in the car and yeah, then yeah, yeah. He, he pops one out of uh, the grocery bag or whatever. Yeah, I noticed right. that too. Bags are exactly the same. Yeah. Like, they haven't changed Anything we were mm-hmm. like, mm. thanks, so kettle. Five years of crunching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> staling up your shit for us. Don't get the low sodium ones. Um, They're like potato <laughs> chips without salt, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I like the um, I like the like charmingly lo-fi effects. I like for some reason it really made me laugh that the the stupid thing on top of the phone booth is just an it's umbrella. Just an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I was like, now nowadays that would just be like they would CGI it or something. Yeah. No, just use it a fucking umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> I love the concept of using the, the phone booth as a time machine mm-hmm. and all the wormholes and stuff like that. That's it was cool. originally supposed to be a car. Oh, really? Yeah, but then Those Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> it was, right, it was too can I tell a fucking ridiculously stupid story? I, I swear no. to be brief. So I live in like Parkdale and and I've, I've actually had like a shared experience with this. So one day I was on a streetcar and... You went back this in time. Fucking asshole had <laughs> yes, yes, I did. This asshole he had an umbrella had, like, with DeLorean him. 
like from Back to the Future parked on like the side of the road. Oh wow. And I lean out the road and say like blah 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 Jigawaz or whatever the fuck the yeah. slogan is and he looks at me like I'm the dipshit. <laughs> and I'm like Do you know what car you're in? <laughs> and I like took a picture of it and like moved on. Right. And I'm telling my buddy James this a couple days later and he's like I had the same fucking experience. He's like I was in a cab and I fucking saw this guy with like the wing gulls up and everything and I'm like 1.21 gigawatts. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, God damn it. <laughs> don't guy, you fucking know? That guy just parks on the side of the road, uh, the road like, to just how, like, to how, ruin kids' dreams. How? <laughs> how do you fucking... Like, yeah. seriously. like I'm mean, like, either you're the world's largest But that's asshole. his Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Potentially. Maybe. You yeah. know, the world's largest asshole or you are the most oblivious piece of shit on the face <laughs> of the earth. Okay, everybody, hold on for a second. Like, yeah. I have to live with it as part of my life for Fair. 25 years to the point where, like... I think only like just like in the last like five or six years did Your people hair. did we start meeting people that didn't actually know right. about right. it. Right. Right. But my, just my buddy, in time, my, now they're talking about a third one. Yes. For all well, those yeah. people who didn't know <laughs> like about it. it. But yeah, yeah so it was at, it was at that point where, you know, like <laughs> so cool. Like you'd meet somebody in their like early mid or to mid twenties. And they would have no idea what you were talking about. Yeah. My buddy Math works in finance, and, like, literally the other day, he was, like, he came in, and he was, like, uh, can I get, like, a pint of blah and, like, three shots of Jameson? I was, like, what the fuck, man? He's, like, I had to explain to my team today who Beavis and Butthead were. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> That's unpleasant. God. Yeah. Really? He's, like, yeah. He's, like, we're fucking old. So, like, I feel, like... <laughs> Like, but yeah, so we just it had just finally I feel like started to like dissipate. Yeah, yeah. Like we generationally we'd outgrown it. Right. And then all of a sudden, yeah, now they're like, oh, let's make a third one because <laughs> you know Alex Winter needs money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Gotta get that gate Wait, remake okay. off the ground. Like, oh, no, no, no. He needs money now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, he's like, I don't know. Like twenty five years out. Like, Maybe he, he had like money. a wicked agent that got him like some residuals or something. Like, yeah. That got him like a cut. I doubt it. I'm I'm throwing Probably. it out there as a reason, yeah. like, but I'm just saying. No, he's fucked. Yeah, but also, it, does anybody feel like, like Alex Winter can just call up Kino at any time and like borrow over money? The last 25 years and nope. borrow money. Or <laughs> like, nope. I feel like I feel like Keanu Reeves like would nope. that, is like I, I just have this like weird. No, Keanu's secretary is gonna be like. Click, <laughs> Mr. Reeves. It's, it's Alex. Alex again. Like, oh my Tell god. Tell him I'm at yoga. <laughs> Why is his face so puffy? I can't I'm look at him. Yeah. I'm at kung fu. <laughs> yeah, see, no. like, that Keanu Reeves impression okay. is a little too good. <laughs> the movie obviously sucks. <laughs> it's enjoyable for so many reasons. Like, <laughs> we went. And we had a good time. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. Not the least of which was that we were loaded as fuck. Sure, but. We had a great time, and there was a lot of shit that, like, stood out to me that I was like, fuck, I cannot believe that I missed this the first time around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> the, the, like the mom on the on the bed was one for me where I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. Right? Yeah, and then there was the, when they hug each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was really? Like... like okay. That, like, yeah, I mean, it's not likable characters. It's not surprising. You want to put of, your hand up. of the time, obviously. Like, I mean, Monster Squad has it. Every every yeah. '80s movie has those like moments. But uh, it was weird. It was just like the, the two main characters. They're supposed to be the most likable people, like in the movie. <laughs> what what I think is is weird about that that scene is for a movie like it's like what PG thirteen if that it's right? like PG no, PG. Yeah. 
like this was, in. this was like a kid's movie yeah yeah right so that's how casual those oh, references yeah. were thrown around right. people, yeah. people took their kids that's to cool, it and didn't man, even mom yeah, yeah. right on didn't yeah. even it's bat the their eyes. don't see titty we're good yeah they yeah. were like no they were like homophobia is fine yeah fine. so <laughs> it, it's it's sort of encouraged like yeah, yeah. like i think in kids movies like i think stuff like that was sort of like slipped in there because it was sort of like it's cool if you're weirded out and and like made sick by homo <laughs> uh, by homosexuality because it's weird because they're such likable characters up yeah. until that point. It's, and yeah. Then, but they say it so likably. Like, they hug each other and then they go, Fang! <laughs> okay, come on. And that is a very... And then they like laugh. Then, then there's kind of like a beat, and they're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to like, I don't want to read into a movie like Bill and Ted's too much, right? But this I feel like maybe what? the only reason why we, you know we then gave that a pass, and even now, like I feel like there's still the urge to just give it a pass, right? Is because it's totally believable that that's how they would act, right? And yeah, I don't think that they would True. like. Well, they would it's super. Argue so. It's super embedded in like in like. 80s surfer California yeah, that's culture. Like you listen to the Descendants and they use the word. You listen to like any punk band yeah. from like California and it's like just embedded in the culture right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's it's completely plausible and believable that that's how they're that two idiots that. would say something like that. Now, right. do I think that touched. they that they thought that when they did that? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's no way in hell. But those actors, those guys were doing the thought. bone dance for sure. No way that they <laughs> kidding me? that they had those thoughts about it or anything. No, especially since years later, Keanu Reeves would marry David Geffen. But you know, <laughs> true. That's a whole other story. So let me ask you this: Let's flash forward, and it's 1991. Are you guys out in the theater to see the Bogus Journey? Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. You nope. boycotted the the Bogus was that Journey. Like too much. I've had was enough. it because it was Bill and Ted, or I'm because trying to it be was in high bogus. school? I'm yeah. trying to be cool. <laughs> No, I need honestly, this to die. I just it was like it. I was it was like under my radar. Like I yeah. Completely well, it wasn't as successful. You don't say. the bogus journey <laughs> because you guys didn't go. See yeah. It. Okay, I've had a lot of people to come up to me and say like in and around like the fact that like I fucking threw that event where I was like we're all gonna go see Bill and Ted's. We're gonna get wasted, and people were like, dude, bogus journey, and I'm like, what do you mean bogus journey? They're like. What is it like fucking aliens or some shit? Like I don't even know because I haven't seen the fucking movie. Station. Like, <laughs> there's some shit that happens in it. Like death, I guess, is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's awesome in it. I think it's a better Bill movie. Sadler. I think I think I might like it more. I think I like Bogus Journey People better come too. Come up to me and been like, dude, what up, Bogus Journey? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm like, excellent adventure. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing to me? Like, I only get one twenty fifth anniversary of this shit. Are you I, kidding me? I feel like, uh, yeah, I think that I was more like, oh, I'm in high school now. And, yeah. And yeah. I can't, I can't really do that. Plus, also, having now lived with the Bill and Ted stigma for two whole years of my life at that sure. point. Which did not help. Us and, like, you guys are, you guys went to high school together. You went to the yeah, same yeah, school. Yeah. So, I mean, how many, there had to be the constant every time you were introduced to somebody or introduced oh, yeah, to yeah, brother, yeah. then people go, Wait a second. Yeah. Are you kidding? Dude, I'm, I'm almost, a, I'm certain, and Ted's going to say no, but I'm almost certain that at least at one point it happened on the announcements. Like, I feel like that. I don't want to say maybe no. I, I Maybe that was like a nightmare I had. Yeah. yeah. I feel like None that of us had, had to pants fucking on. happen. Yeah. The, the, I think the best, I don't know if it's the best, the weirdest thing that I can think about it is how for two decades every single person that we met once they figured it out yeah 
all said the exact same thing uh, like yeah. without fail uh, like like excellent. they would be like cool. wait a minute wait, wait, bill and ted and were like <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then you'd be waiting. You'd be just have like a little ticker in your head, counting down from five, and they'd be like, "So, like, did your parents name you after the movie, or were you?" Oh no! Like, oh my god! How stupid are the people you know? <laughs> but every single person that, like, for literally twenty-five years that you would meet. If we met them together, or once a, a, you have a twin brother, yeah, well, yeah, what's his name, Bill? Uh, wait a minute. It's it's like Bill if somehow... It was scripted almost. Like, <laughs> like if you fucking named your kids Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. It'd be like like 20 years out. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, there's an animated show on MTV called Beavis and Butthead. It'd be late. Hey. <laughs> you name it after the show? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beavis. Like... It would like fuck with their shit. By the way, we love Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, it was absolutely. like our favorite show to come home from the show. Because you weren't named after it. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we were like, Bill and Ted, you're like, yeah, but you guys see Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> They're yeah. pretty good, those two. That's not what works. Speaking <laughs> of totally outrageous homophobes, Beavis and Butthead. Um, but no, Bill we actually. We're totally gay for each other, by the way. Bill actually brought up like the best point years and years and years ago when we were in university that uh, there was no better show. To come home from the bar at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh my god. To flip god. on while you were like finishing like your street falafel or whatever. <laughs> oh. Like, then Beavis and Butthead. Because that, that was about the level of thought that your brain yeah. could handle at that point. Yeah. And it Half of a perfect. Pantera video. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I told you that fucking story. Me and Rob Simone. No. Oh my god. I can't even remember what the fuck movie it was, but it was like, we went to this DVD and like the. You know, like when you get like jacked for a trailer? Like, some shit comes on, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is going to be fucking bomb. This shit comes up, and it's like, you know, like, the, the trailer was, like, 20 years ago. Like, it's a decade of some <laughs> shit. Like, and you're like, oh, my God. And we're, like, so high. Like, so fucking high. We're like, oh, my God, dude. It's the fucking, like, Godfather re-release. This is going to be fucking amazing. And then, like, it gets to the end of that, and it's not. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Fuck, it's like Beavis and Butthead trailer or something like that. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, we really have to stop doing drugs. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> God damn it. Like, you fucking ruined this shit for me. Yeah, no, it's, uh... No, I, I don't know. I like the Beavis and Butthead movie. We're not talking about that, though. We'll yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I don't think that I would watch this movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I don't find it's one that I reach for in terms of, like... Oh, I'm yeah. hungover. I'm I, gonna I put understand movie that because I think a lot that has to do with nostalgia response. for people. <laughs> well, I, I can definitely say the same thing. Like, it, like it was really not. entertaining watching it again for the show. But and and I watch it uh, uh, for listeners who don't know. We watch uh, VHS movies uh, at uh, the bar we work at. So when it's on at the bar, I'm like, oh, fucking sweet, because I can just turn around and see something, see something yeah. from from the sure. movie and go, oh, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. But yeah, no, I, I don't think <laughs> I that reach for it. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like in terms of like yeah, something I'm gonna toss on that's like an '80s comedy. I'd probably, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I'd reach shit. for the Teen Wolf before this, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Well, All right. Well, uh, let's put Bill and Ted to bed. Wait, Not these two Bill and Ted's. One the thing other I ones. To bring up, and I think I talked to you guys about this earlier. The scene in the cop shop. Yeah. Where they're 
they're like being all like cloak and dagger in the in the in the yeah. police station Sorry, as cloak and dagger as, as, as they, they can get. be right? <laughs> sure. and basically they're sending themselves message from the fu- message right from right the much like the keys behind yeah. the sign yeah like the keys from the sign and then there's like the one that comes up in the typewriter and it's like duck yeah yeah like, right all those things and i pointed this out to these guys i was like it's a massive that's, continuity that's, error. No, it's not just that, but I was like, that's the Matrix. Yeah. That's the scene in the beginning of the Matrix when Keanu is dodging the agent. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I was like, so the Wachowskis were totally like throwing back to that, right? They had to have been. There's no way they did that with like unintentionally, right? <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's an homage. That was, I think they would have. No, it's I just in Keanu's it, contract. He has to have yeah. that scene <laughs> in that very, movie. Yeah. Just very brief, briefly, when we went and saw that flick, like, and there's a, dude. Like totally put the keys behind the side. It's like we'll just go pick them up. And it's like he goes to pick up the keys, and we're like, "No, asshole! You still have to get in the fucking time machine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same but, thing with the typewriter. Uh, do we ever? Did we see him write it again? No, or? no, no. Exactly. Because you know I mean? that this was all stuff that they were gonna do after they did the report. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So like, all they have to do is say they're gonna do it. Right. Right. You know, which is part of the flaw. Anytime <laughs> totally you try checks out again. Right. Total, movies, total but bullshit. But I mean, I don't think it would be an interesting movie if then we watched them do the report and then they were like, okay, now we got all this shit we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they should have had that over the credits. Trash can. <laughs> we got to go put the keys yeah, it's on called the song. Sims. We got to go <laughs> leave a message in a typewriter. Like, although the leaving the message in a typewriter, I'm like, I'm not sure how you would time travel to do that and not be seen. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you would have to write it right then yeah, for yeah, them yeah. to see it. So. Yeah, like you can't like time travel a week earlier than that will yeah. happen again. Or even just like going into a cop shop and being like, "Just I need to use your typewriter." <laughs> you Duck. Your person. Anyway, typewriter. see you later. You know, like those places are generally <laughs> like they run a loosey goosey. Hey, okay. yeah, yeah. They I, prefer uh, strangers walking. Garbage can into the prison. Uh, I just need to drop it on somebody. Yeah. a week from now. No, mm. we're good here, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Smart. Yeah. All right. Enough of that, and let's talk about some music. We all we listened to an album. We all listened to an album while we were in 1989. We checked out the debut album from the Stone Roses. Uh, the, I guess this is sort of the key, the central album to the Manchester scene. Um, yeah, a seminal, gigantic album considered by many to be one of the finest British pop albums of all time. It has the coveted 10 out of 10 from Pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should we go? Should we a. all? Yes. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I like. I have to weigh in. He's just gonna jump right into it. Bullshit. <laughs> ten out of ten from Pitchfork. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. I listen to that fucking album like, like at least one and a half times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Probably about that. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that, like I, I fucking, and like we're talking about a week that I listened to, like fucking in Spiral Carpets album as well, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this album's really good. And then I listen to the fucking Stone Rosen album. And I'm like. I see where like people really liked this album. Like I yeah. get why everybody. So you, fucking you didn't loved have this. like a history with it growing up or anything. This nope. is okay, cool. No, yeah, I yeah. didn't really either. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the weird thing about it was like, yeah, like I didn't really know about this album when it came out. Yeah, I would learn about the Stone Roses sort of retroactively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Their, their mystique, yeah. their legend, and all of that stuff. Mm. So like. I knew way more about the Stone Roses than I actually did about this album. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I think what's weird about it is that I found a ton of things to like about this record, but none of which were things that I had been told I was going to like about this record by people who grew up with this record. For sure. Like, 
Yeah, I, I had a very different concept, uh, idea about what this album was going to sound like. I thought it was going to be 10 versions of Fool's Gold. Absolutely. And it was kind of like... Right? I was confused. I was glad that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, actually. But I, I felt like it was... Because uh, I, I, that's I, what I, I liked Fool's Gold when I heard it. And I was like, it's yeah. a great bass lick, and I was really into it. But nothing else sounded like that. And it was kind of like my first reaction to The Smiths, where I liked How Soon Is Now, but nothing sounds like that. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah. I was kind of put off. And uh, and I would kind of check in with the Stone Roses here and there, but it, I was trying to make them in like I, it's what I I had an idea of what they should sound like in my head, and the album did not sound like that, and so, I kept on nothing like rejecting like, it, you know. And that's why I said like I got where like people at like like fucking time and place bullshit were like, oh my god, this is amazing, mm-hmm. because like you know if you're fucking in a warehouse in Manchester at eighty nine. And, like, you're hearing this shit. You're like, this is literally the best thing I've ever fucking heard. And I'm like, mm. that's great. If <laughs> it's fucking 2003 and somebody asks you, to like, hey, man, did you check out this fucking album by the Stone Roses? And you're like, man, it's cool, man. I'm going to be twisting my dreads later on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, aside from the dread thing, though, is literally, like, my experience with this album. Like, yeah. in 2003, I was going into college. I'm, like, 17 years old. I've, like grown up listening Arts to like major yeah yeah i like grown up listening to like <laughs> punk rock and like i've gotten into indie rock and so now i'm like checking out albums that are on those like albums you have to hear before you die list or whatever and so because i'm still kind of like getting into hip-hop i'm getting into like metal and stuff and some british this, exchange uh, student told me you need to listen <laughs> to yeah this. and i was like all right you <laughs> know so i was like really bored by it when i heard it in college i was like this is boring i'm gonna go listen to like fucking hardcore music and fucking circle pit or some stupid shit Mm -hmm. and then so coming back to it now for this i actually had like a whole new experience with it where coming from leaving college and moving to toronto and being heavily into indie rock and stuff and hearing everything that's been influenced influenced by this album when i turned it on i was like oh i can hear all the bands that i have since discovered and where they've come from. Sure. And I enjoyed that, but yeah. I don't think this is an album that I, I... I didn't enjoy listening to it straight. Like, I I love bits and pieces of it, but I couldn't go through it, like, as an album. Dude, I thought yeah, it was... Yeah, that's, that's pretty much exactly me, too. Like, like... Like, that first track, I Want to Be Adored, is oh, fucking man. great. Yeah. I love that song. It's there's, so there's good. There's a couple okay, of we, tracks we where I'm like, this is a really song. Come on. <laughs> what I would say about the record is it's like, like saying we like Ritz crackers. Like, yeah, yes, everybody likes Ritz crackers. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like. I think we all had very similar experiences where like I had one impression from the legend mm-hmm. of the Stone Roses that yeah. I, again, like I said, I thought it was going to be ten yeah. versions of Fool's Gold. Right. Because that's the other thing too. Everybody's like, it's the seminal album that kicked off the Madchester scene, which to me was about like, you know, the beginning of rave in yeah England, right? for sure which i associated with you know like electronic music and stuff like that and i mm-hmm. knew about like the happy mondays and things like that and i understood that there was like a very short leap from what was happening in like british guitar based music to what was happening british in rave music. music yeah and it it literally happened in just a span of like a few short years yeah and i kind of thought okay the stone Ro- roses from what I understand, and they weren't the mutually exclusive events. Yeah, I, but I, yeah. I kind of understood them to be like, okay, they're the band that made people who liked guitar-based music like dance. And this sure. is the thing that they say on like Wikipedia or whatever. It's like, yeah, like they've influenced dance grooves into their music or whatever. Sure. And I, and when I heard Fool's Gold, I was like, that's where I hear that. Yeah, but yeah. then you and hear but the album. There's no, like I mean, and, structurally maybe. But, but I can also it's a lot sure. janglier than yeah. it was yeah. dancing. But, yeah, and can we like also weird... say, the, say the same fucking thing about the Soup Dragons? Like, <laughs> sure, but I think it came a little yeah, bit you later. Can. 
but but what the thing that I think about this record now, looking back on it, like looking on it now, having listened to it for like a week solid, yeah, is which sucked by the way. I can <laughs> understand. I fucking hated it. I can understand. Like you hear like little elements of shoegaze. Yeah, you hear like some like a lot of like sorry? country elements that mm-hmm. like. I think you know mean pastoral, like yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I hear a lot of like English like a lot of what was yeah. popular like the past like five years in dream pop. You hear a lot yeah, of yeah, that yeah. kind of like. There's a ton of different influences, kind of all pulled together. But here's what I think is weird about it: is normally when a band is like hugely influential on a bunch of other bands that would go on to be wildly more successful Mm -hmm. like you know look at like like oasis and you know like and you said the smiths and like and like and then if you look at like what happened in madchester like like all the like the dance acts and stuff like that that would go on and become huge and popular and stuff like that normally the band that they all cite as being the huge influence on them nobody's ever heard of yeah but this was like maybe the one instance where that wasn't true where the band that was like a huge influence on all these other bands Happened to be like the biggest fucking band in all of England for that period of time, yeah. and to this day, like they like their re- reunion tour, yeah, sold out like three nights oh, in a row massive. at like some enormous stadium in England. Like yeah, well, people are very passionate I'm about sorry, this band man, when like, they're into it. But I, I, I will say this: like I can't understand ten out of ten. I can't understand. No, I don't either. Saying. And I, I aggressively listened to the, this album this week because I was really trying. To, I wanted it to be as familiar to me as possible while I was going through it. And I, like it wasn't a horrible experience listening to it that many times, and I really grew to love some things that I didn't really get onto before. Yeah, like Made of Stone, I really got into that. Uh, 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 Shoot you down, I thought was great, and obviously I want to be adored. But I really, I was always kind of, I don't like the bright, the brightness of this band, the jangly stuff, because I was really into Charlatans UK okay. in like 1992, because oh the Manchester stuff like came kind of late to North America. <laughs> And I really liked the Charlatan stuff, but there was a lot of shortcomings in that band. So how how the Stone Roses were described to me and what they meant, I was like, I was hoping to find something that was like the perfected version of the Stone Ro- or uh, of Charlatan's UK, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, where they'd be occasionally brilliant, but never for a whole album or right. never for two albums in a row. You know <laughs> I could have totally fucking accepted that if like. It- Somehow it'd been like, oh, let's get like all organy and dancey and shit, and yeah. be like the Charlatans. I'd be like, well, all right, I'm good with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to the fucking Stone Roses album. I don't know, <laughs> two and a half, three times. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, uh, I tried, man. Like, I downloaded. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I fucking hate this shit. Like, <laughs> I just I, think I'm, it's, like I'm gonna listen it, to. I want to be adored ten times, and yeah. the rest of it, like and then, uh, that song half is, of each song. That song is so misleading for what's gonna come for the rest of the yeah. album. Yeah. Right. You know, it's they, really different. They start, yeah, they really fucking like hit you at the top with like a really great song, mm-hmm. and then they pepper Deucer a few out. Down the garden but path. yeah, I mean, there's a, but yeah, there's a bunch on here. Where I'm just like, all right. The yeah. rest of that, yeah. I was like, this is a bunch of fucking arse. Like, how did you ever talk anybody into recording this shit and, <laughs> and recording it as shittily as you did? Yeah, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Too, like, I you guys are a good fucking band. What the fuck, man? I don't <laughs> think there's any era in popular music that dates worse. Than the eighties, I not agree. True. Oh, yeah. Not true. I agree. I, I disagree. I, and I, not like I, I, I completely agree with true. you. In like, I don't think you're saying everything from the eighties is dated. No. The stuff that didn't date well is some of the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> particularly the end of the eighties. I mean, there's some fucking amazing production in the eighties well, as well. I think about this. I think that there's some bands from the eighties that put out fantastic records in that era that I'm like, holy fuck! Death I wish Leopard. you had recorded. 
like that record now yeah with the production oh i i completely agree and even at the time i still think it was a good Uh production job but I wish it had been done now yeah. because it I, would be light definitely. years better. There's like albums like from the Descendants where all of a sudden their drums were fucking echoey and shit. Or even like yeah. XTC when they stopped being fucking a live noise. band and they started being a studio band. There's still like a weird like you wanna, tinniness to it. You want to really blow your mind about like production quality and like the sort of Passover from the 80s to the 90s is go back and listen to Nevermind. Mm. That is a fucking shiny album. Like, yeah. Oh, it is. is. Yeah. Okay. Some you know what? Pretty heavy, like it's kind well, of over- Butch Vig. Eric, yeah. Eric and I were, me and our drummer were literally having a conversation, like, not yesterday, the day before. Sorry, I'm a little spun. I've been up for like 36 hours. Uh-huh. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, we were literally having a conversation in the car, and I was like, if it had been any other producer, everybody would have just gone, "Wow, this album sounds like shit." But Butch Vig somehow it was like the perfect fucking storm, and never mind, actually sounded great because otherwise like it would have been like oh no we're gonna play like three even as fucking amps and like all treble and nobody's gonna give a shit what i'm Mm -hmm. saying is that i'm like i think it sounded great at the time but i think listening to it based on what i like in production now yeah listening back on it in utero is far superior yeah yeah it's hard for me to understand how like you know 16 year old me couldn't see the difference between those two records. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I loved Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah. You get older, your taste but, get refined. So, so, sorry, so, so to go back to Dan's point, though, about, like, I think that when music, when the production values on stuff from the 80s fails, it fails worse than bad production from any other, yeah. like, decade. That's not true. What are you 90s. Think? And I'll tell you why. We've had this fucking conversation before. And this was... By long way around for a shortcut. Nineties would be up there. I yeah, would, yeah, that's yeah, pretty really no, crap production. No, the latter half. Hold on. In the but nin- there's two things that redeem the nineties. <laughs> hold 90s, on, hold though. on, hold on. This Golden was, era hip hop. This was number the one. Hold on. Yeah, that's but like that's a fucking secular genre though because like it exists outside of the fucking circle, right? Like everything else that happened has nothing to do with that because until like fucking ninety seven, ninety eight, nobody gave a shit about Wu Tang Clan. The problem with 90s production and you know this from working with me at a an unnamed music store in the downtown core of Toronto <laughs> was that every now and again the like electronics department would get these like synth modules and sit from fucking like really large named production companies it'd be like with that new analog sound and I said to you <laughs> at one point you know in 10 years time the label on the box is going to say with that retro digital sound vintage digital sound and i was like the problem is is that electronic music unfortunately with rare exception is incredibly dated by the instruments it's made with yeah like but we're not I'm, just I mean, talking, talking like, like we're not you know, just talking about electronic music i'm just talking no, sort but of that's popular what I said, like, music in like, general but yeah. like the 90s was suffered so much more from that than the 80s did i don't know man i think about the 80s and i think about like stevie wonder being a really fantastic example of how horribly somebody's career was derailed (laughs) by fm synthesis like yeah yeah he was like oh look at all these cool synths that i've got now let's (laughs) think about how many people's careers were made by fucking like analog shit yeah the 90s no, ruined no, but, way more careers but it was like that high-end like early digital like late era analog stuff right like it wasn't 
I feel like there's way more missteps in bad production in the 80s than there are in the 90s. And the other, Dude, but no the other thing way. that I think the, the reason why no is because I'm like, way. okay, and you have to like, ex- like think about it sort of like you know objectively is think about what happened with like the pop explosion in the last half of the 90s. Yeah. In that the Train. music is totally shitty and forgettable. Train. The totally shitty and forgettable yeah. music, except that it's not. Right, like except that it is. Think about how many fucking people went to that Backstreet Boys reunion, right? Think about how popular Britney Spears still is, and she hasn't done fuck all. And everybody says that if they like Britney Spears, their favorite song of hers came from that era. Like nobody talks about the Toxic last, gets yeah, a lot of play. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's a badass song. Toxic's pretty good. Toxic yeah. great song. It's an anomaly. In There's the like sense five that, like, hooks in that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's production value doesn't fucking lump it in with the rest yeah, of yeah. her fucking yeah. catalog that's what i'm saying is well, that, it was like, produced by some great dudes so. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right but i'm saying like the 90s i think is where like hitmaker producers suddenly all of a sudden woke up from the coma of like the last 15 years and were like oh yeah right we, we know how to make music right we're all fucking yeah. Yeah. Old records no, on the wall. let's just do that again but don't get a fucking twist i mean like we're talking about the same era <laughs> that was like fucking Check you yourself. got me by the roots was produced like the hook for that was written by scott storch who produced the paris hilton album mm-hmm. okay like yeah but what's the point my point is is that like you're fucking ridiculous if you think that production was like so much better and like writing no, no. was so much better i think it's different so by the better. genre like in the 80s a lot of the the keyboard and synth based stuff sounds very dated and trapped in its time yeah. in the 90s the rock based music sounds like fucking shit yeah it's really tinny there's a yeah. lot of, too much high end so going on like yeah like it, it and it's the fucked like up thing here, like, like, you know yeah. and, and the yeah yeah it's like we wedged all of our 90s based mm-hmm. rock music into like the creed nickelback fucking th- system of a down yeah like I see Whatever. your I, yeah. like I see your point though about like the popular music of the '90s like that fucking like it almost just sound like people were singing over MIDI tracks like yeah. like mm-hmm. it sounds like shit but I just think th- I I kind of see the other point where to me the '80s was just like there were so many bands doing these albums that maybe could have been cool albums but that the production almost ruins the content almost whereas the did, content's like, not really there on yeah, like the boy band also shit albums yeah, yeah. that production no, no, totally made the content though. Yeah, well, that's that's like kind of my fucking, argument with the boy bands is like, that I'm like talk the about songs, Depeche Mode. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine Pet if those boys, boy bands had like, tried to make that music the in the cure. 80s. But if you're to take the shit. worst of both decades, I think you would come out with more egregious like oh man really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like we got a fucking cage match on our hands i know the worst of both decades i would hate the shit probably from the 90s more mm-hmm. but be not way... based on the production yeah dude i would you hate know the, yeah. the 80s more based on the production no man yeah. don't be an asshole there'd be way more <laughs> hateable shit from the 90s no, no, than there would ha- be from the it. 80s you're, but the, the the criteria is not the song is the production yeah Oh no, I and I agree one hundred percent. There will still be way more hateable I don't shit. Know, man. We're gonna do this then someday. Yeah. We're gonna have to yeah, revisit this argument. Like on. We get King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm down. Okay, yeah. let's bring it back around. Stone Did anybody have a change of opinion in any kind of way on what they thought about the Stone Roses through this listening? I did not. Or it did wasn't you stay the same? Yeah, I certainly did. I like them a hell of a lot more now than than I did. Um, Me too. Because I did lump them in with stuff like Charlotte and UK, which I fucking hate. Yeah. Um, and and now I see them as a little more diverse.